When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? And this week on the podcast... It's Rocky Three. Hell yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited for this one. This this movie hums along. I gotta tell you, I thought coming into it, I was like, this is gonna be a bit of a slog. That's fine. Whatever. Honestly, so fun. It is, and like, okay, I know all of my guy friends are gonna give me shit for this. I know this because they do frequently. Uh, I have not seen a lot of the Rocky movies. Okay. This is my first watch of Rocky three. I've seen Rocky. I've seen Rocky Balboa. I have, that's, that's it. And everyone's like C4, it's the best. But anyway, uh, (laughs) so I was like, I was really going into this expecting like all the shine has gone off the Rocky series by the third one. This is going to be like pure eighties, Sylvester Stallone cash grab camp. Mm-hmm. It is not really. It's like a thoroughly enjoyable, as you said, 90 minutes, hums along, hits I, all the beats you want it to hit. I would argue there's probably some parts that weren't meant to be funny that are now, I would yeah. say. I think that kind of helps it because like, I don't think this was like reviewed super highly. Yeah. But I think the way it's aged has made it more humorous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers crop Woo! top. <laughs> All, and running no. in the, the Carl sand. Carl Weathers and, can get it in a crop top. <laughs> I'm he, not saying he looks bad. I'm just saying the fashion style was, oh, was ridiculous. Hilarious. I was yeah, like, why so wear, funny. Why wear a shirt at all oh, at I, that point? You know what? I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. Carl Weathers is absolutely stone cold fucking ripped in this movie. And so is Stallone. Yes, I know. But there's something about the speed at which Carl Weathers moves that yeah. I'm like, this guy's like, he's doing doing it you know it's impressive that's all i'm saying for sure um yeah so this is uh rocky three um if you if you haven't seen it uh like me basically uh it picks up where rocky two left off which i also (laughs) haven't seen i know he fights apollo creed again so um third installment in the series uh, rocky is now the heavyweight champion of the world after defeating apollo creed and um he's kind of going on this like tour basically defending his championship but uh against a bunch of um, uh, challengers, I guess is what they're called. Uh, <laughs> and he's winning all the fights. And this is basically like an opening montage, mm-hmm. um, which also includes uh, Mr. T uh, playing our uh, 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 Clubber Lang, uh, giving him stink eye from the, the stands. This is in the montage. So we know that there's, they're setting something up here. And Clubber Lang is 
Again, opening montage of a movie, and we already have a training montage. I love this movie. Uh, I like that, too, because they catch you up. If you yeah. haven't seen the other movies, and they're like, this is your first watch of this for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> if you decide to jump in on jump number in three. Jump in on number three, you're kind, you know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's great. And then, um, uh, so, so uh, Rocky is very successful. He's had lots of uh, title defenses, and he's announcing his retirement. Um, they're revealing a statue of him in uh, Philly and um, announcing his retirement. And uh, Clubber Lang shows up and starts yelling at Rocky, being like, I never got my chance. I'm like number one ranked. You won't fight face, uh, face me, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Mickey, uh, Rocky's trainer, is like, get this guy out of here. Uh, <laughs> he's a disgrace. Um, and it turns out that Mickey was preventing Rocky from going up against Clubber because he thought he would didn't stand a chance, that he'd lose. Yeah. And he was handpicking opponents that he knew Rocky could beat. And so Rocky's like, well, that's not going to work. Uh, train me one last time, Mickey. We're going to go for it. Mickey trains them. They go through this ridiculous gym where like people, they're selling merch and shit at the gym as Rocky's working out and uh, goes up against Clubber Lang. Uh, oh, and the, the key thing is you haven't been hungry since you beat Apollo. You, ha- you don't have that hungry look in your eyes anymore. <laughs> um, and uh, he goes up against Clubber Lang and Clubber Lang knocks him out in the second round absolutely vicious defeat. Rocky is totally unprepared. Rocky's like, that's it. I'm done. Um, Mickey dies because like right after the thing of a heart attack, which he's been having, I'm going to argue for a very long time. He's been having an active heart attack. (laughs) 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 Uh, And uh, Rocky's all despondent or whatever. Apollo Creed shows up and he's like, I think you could beat him. And Apollo Creed takes over to train him and they go to L.A. and uh, they start running on the beach and working out (laughs) in Apollo's gym where he came up. And uh, Rocky learns like what, like basically how to move his feet. How to box? Like the training is so. Anyway, I'll get. I'm gonna leave that. Yeah, Rebecca's the boxing (laughs) expert on this episode, Uh, and uh, basically learns to uh, move with rhythm and all the rest. And uh, and Adrian, his wife, is there and is like, "You're afraid," and then she's like, "I'm afraid of losing," and like you. And they actually a pretty kind of nice heated little speech to. Oh, that was a nice scene. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, of course goes up against Clubber Lang again. Uh, he gets a rematch against Clubber Lang, and uh, this time he goes uh, a couple more rounds and knocks Clubber Lang out, and Rocky wins, everybody. He's the new heavyweight champion of the world. It's because he's got the eye of the tiger, Eye baby. of the tiger, yeah. Sorry, it opens, <laughs> uh, the montage is the eye of the tiger. It is. you're like, that song. And they say it a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even like this is the background. It's like if you watch Top Gun and they kept going, do you want to go to the danger zone? Yeah. And eye of the tiger is by far one of the best psych up songs of all time. Just oh, that yes. like opening like bass, like ding, 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 like you're like, I'm ready to go. Also the Rocky theme. The The music oh. in this movie is like, it sounds like it's the seventies and early eighties, yeah. but you're like, I'm here for it. Oh no. I, I almost wanted to go for a run after I was like, dude, should I, should yeah. I go exercise or something? Oh yeah. No, he is. 
<laughs> so I think, okay, so we can agree that the main villain of this is uh, Mr. T, Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. He's the main villain. Yes. Yeah. Who also, I would say, arguably does this as Mr. T. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> he literally yeah, Mr. says, I pity the fool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. T isn't known for disappearing into his character. No, I think. No, he is not. Mr. T is Mr. T. And excuse me if I call him as such. For Did the you rest see of Mr. Episode. T in Hamlet? Just, <laughs> just. To be or not to be, I pity the like you know like it's Mr. T. It's Mr. T. You could also make the argument that we've kind of got uh, just very briefly, but also because I want to talk about him so desperately, Thunderlips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thunderlips so Thunder does appear Lips. as a villain early on. He's like, he's like a I like to call them like scene villains. Like he's a villain for a scene, and then yes. he's gone and has no like impact on the plot line or and anything. Pl- like and that. played by Hulk Hogan. Firstly, <laughs> I'm going to start. I think maybe we'll start with him because he's yeah, the lighter yeah, yeah, villain yeah, yeah. and then we can totally get into uh, Clubber Lang. But uh, first of all, Thunderlips is the funniest fucking name <laughs> ever. I laugh because so it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Thunderlips with the tagline, the ultimate man. <laughs> that is. Oh, Oh, it doesn't get better than that, friends and family. Like it that made is, me feel a little gross. Oh, like, Thunderlips. That sounds like the harshest insult you could give a woman. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like a joke you make in bed after somebody's queefed. Like, it... Thunderlips is so funny to me. I couldn't stop laughing the whole scene. I could not stop laughing. The the It is amazing that Hulk Hogan... Uh, is able to say thunder lips and, and not break so a, serious, just, like, not <laughs> not crack in as well. Thunder lips, the ultimate man. <laughs> I was crying. Yeah, and I will point out. So this is for a charity match. So basically, okay. yes. Rocky Heavyweight Champion of the World is going up against the wrestling champion Thunder okay. Lips. And I want to point it because this is another point that made me laugh so fucking hard. I was like, I don't know what's happening in this scene. It's the whole scene's insane to watch. It is. It is absolute chaos. It's so bananas. Very entertaining to say, though, they're in a charity match. Okay. Apparently, and I it is inexplicable as to why. Neither man has agreed to what sport they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what sport they're participating yes. in. Because we have a wrestler and we have a boxer. Very different styles. Very different styles. Okay, that's totally fine. Okay. But one has to agree to go to the other because Rocky showing up with gloves on and him just having his bare hands out is insane <laughs> you can't do that man that's not a real mat that's nothing okay you haven't agreed to anything at this point there's no way rocky should be showing up with fucking gloves on and this guy's just got free hands and that's he's like, picking him up and throwing them yeah, yeah like, it's like we agree i was like come play baseball with me and you show up with a golf club it's not gonna go good okay <laughs> we have to be on the same page here <laughs> what I the hell sorry. is happening <laughs> i just a picture of me stepping up to plate with like a three wood (laughs) just fucking (laughs) belting that like actually knocking it over the fence and just being like that actually uh went better than i thought but yeah it's so it's nuts clearly and and i would say at the fault of neither of these men because like clearly the organization whoever's organizing this event is incorrect okay yeah they haven't it should have been like mixed martial arts rules or something which didn't exist at the time but yeah whatever we're also 
taking the leap that wrestling is super duper real in this universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Or if you, if you want to make the argument I'm going to make, which is it's actually not, this guy's doing an incredible job at this charity event. Okay. And this yeah. is, this is kind of my, my point for this man, not being a villain even a little bit because at the end of the match, cause he's like really like amping it up. He's kind of like pushing them and stuff to, before the match, like yelling at everybody in the audience. I'm like, that's what wrestlers do. Yeah, literally their job. That's what they do. Okay, this guy might be a heel or something. Whatever. He's, he's a, oh, he's absolutely a heel. Yeah, he's showing and, up. He's going to be a villain, whatever. But that's like a part of the job. You're doing a charity event. Yes, this is supposed to be a part of the fun. Even afterwards, when he's talking, he's like, "Oh, how about a Polaroid now or whatever?" He's like, "What was with all that crazy?" He's like, "It's a part of the job." Yeah, he's like, "Of course, I'll get to Polaroid with your family." Like, yes, yeah, yeah because he realizes that he. Rocky Rocky is the perspective that I'm going to walk out into the arena and then we're going to talk a little bit at the beginning and then the fight starts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thunderlips knows that. <laughs> it's like the second he steps out of the change room or like into the arena, that's when the performance starts. Yeah. Like I'm my character. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, uh, I, I'm playing the heel. You have intro music. Yeah. There's a whole reason for that. You have a persona. Here. I And I know that I'm the heel because Rocky is beloved. So I'm going to, when he's like, Hey, you want to get a Polaroid after? And he pushes him and he goes, uh, fat chance chump or whatever he says. Yes. He's like, yeah, you're doing your job. You are being entertaining as fuck. Also, I have to say there is no way that I think Rocky must've been in on it. Cause oh. I don't think there's any way. <laughs> I have a different perspective. On it. You think so? I, I don't think Rocky understands what acting is. <laughs> I don't think he understands the concept of performance. Okay. He he is a man of sports. Okay. He's a boxer. He doesn't understand that this is just for entertainment. He thinks they're going to do a sporting thing. Uh, Every time Rocky speaks, he's kind he's not a smart man. (laughs) No. Okay. No, I just think there's a reasonable, uh, I think there's a reasonable argument here that he stepped in the ring. He doesn't know what acting is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe that. I'm just going to say it's going to be very hard to pull off some of the moves that they pulled off without him being in collaboration. Like flipping a guy and doing like, uh, you know, like jumps off the ropes onto him and stuff like you need to. I I I don't know a lot about wrestling. Yeah, it's the height in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just like he gets thrown out of the ring into the audience at one point. It's a ridiculous fight. It it's is super so fun funny. to watch. <laughs> uh, it doesn't move the plot at all. No, it doesn't do anything. Except, I guess, that Clubber Lang is there. Mm. And it's kind of like, look at fucking Rocky. He's doing this like Mickey Mouse crap. Yes. You know, not taking it seriously. He'd rather embarrass himself and embarrass the sport and do this than face me. And on the opening montage, we see him go to several matches to watch uh, Rocky. Yeah, right? we watch yeah, Clubber yeah. Lang go to watch. And I think it's supposed to be painted as like, look at him spying. You know what I mean? Watching him, whatever. I'm like, oh, you mean like being professional and doing his job? Like, this is literally what you're supposed to be doing. If you're a boxer, you should watch all the, you absolutely should be watching your opponents. Yeah. What are their weaknesses? He's got a weird step. Apparently, Rocky just doesn't know how to box at all. Uh, <laughs> through the tra- through the training montage, I was fucking losing it at how much how little he knew how to do. Yeah. I was like, "You're supposed you're supposed to be the 34 year old champ. 
you've done this. You've done this time and time again. You don't know how to hit that bag. You don't know how to hit a speed bag, sir. What the fuck is happening here? You don't know how Lost to lost his mojo. He or didn't something. know how to move his feet. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know a lot about boxing, but I know it's a he lot of footwork. Yeah, he didn't know how to move his feet. He didn't seem to know how to hit any of the bags properly. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. just kind of blunt force is everything. Yep. And that's not a good strategy. I got to tell you, like a lot of this shit's about if you're a heavy. Okay. If you're a heavyweight, you could maybe get into a debate about whether um, you want to have like those guys are more leaning into strength, right? They're big. They're heavy. Yes. And I do think Rocky has always been portrayed as the bruiser. Like he's and especially in the first movie, his big thing was like, I went the rounds and I got beat to shit, Mm -hmm. but I lasted. And I think that really shows in these training <laughs> montages because this guy's got no fucking speed. None. At, it seems like none at all. And also every match I was like, do you guys, um, is every boxer in the eighties just doesn't understand like defense at all or like, hey, does that, like, no one know how to keep their gloves up even close I, to guard? Like what the fuck is happening? I wrote that down. I was like that first fight with Clubber Lang. I was like, is anybody trying to block a punch in this? I gotta be honest with you guys. The strategy <laughs> they, of let the opponent punch me in the face until they're tired is not a good one. It's not <laughs> solid. Okay. It's not going to work out unless you're literally in a movie that was because the, they both do it. Yes. They Clubber were just, Lang and uh, Rocky both do this thing where they're like, hit me, hit me. And I'm like, what are you both the Joker? Like what the fuck? Why, why are you activating this? Why do you think this is going to be the thing that tires them out the most? It would probably tire him out more if he kept swinging and missing you and you would not be hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a win-win. I yeah, think that might be the like point of boxing. Solid all oh, around. <laughs> zero strategy. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, Thunderlips, great. Uh, uh, Thunderlips, he's there. He's a great performer. His name is Thunderlips. Thunderlips, so funny. Now, Clubberlang. <clears throat> oh my God. Can we, oh, so easy to defend this man. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, you th- you might think that uh, initially when you're watching, you're like, okay, he is saying things that are untrue. Like basically like, I'm not even beginning the opportunity to fight you. I've been coming for you forever. You're dodging me. You're dodging me. You won't fight me. Yeah. These, we very shortly later find out that these are facts. He is being dodged. Yeah. Okay. This is a man in a professional field where he is not getting a shot at the title that he deserves to have because a manager wants his his guy to have an easy ride. Yeah, and to have to... So Clubber has moved up the ranks really fast. Mm-hmm. And for him to have to resort to showing up in public and publicly challenging someone, even to be heard or seen, like that's, that's crazy. And, and I wanted to ask you this because you kind of know boxing... A, a little, a little bit. bit, a little bit. Guys. So how, does, how does that system work where th- the reigning champion gets to choose who they fight? Oh, I actually, I do not. I do not know how that end of it works. Like I know how technically, cause like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like boxing as far as like, uh, how you do it and these sorts of things. I, I totally get that as far as the structure of how they match up fights. I'm not sure about that actually. Yeah, Cause like in this movie, it makes it seem like you could be at the number one ranked guy beating mm-hmm. everybody. And like, you don't get a chance 
to win the title. Well, you have to make the argument that like Logan Paul must be scooping up a bunch of spots for people that are vastly <laughs> more talented yeah. and higher much. I mean, right. I guess, that's the, I guess that's the money part. Yeah. Of it, right? like I, like you have to can't... assume there are promoters and things that I don't know. They put, although I think all of those were like exhibitions or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, point is, is that they put people up that can, they're, they're make money, make money funny. rather than watch um, pure athleticism. You watch two people that are the best at what they do beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess like right off the top, we can say the system is broken for Clubber Lang where it's like he's he's being denied his shot. This is, and truly unfair. Truly like that unfair. is so truly unfair because he is clearly the best. He's the best and he, he wants to get Rocky in his best and he's, he's observed him and knows that he can, uh, knows that he can unseat him. So I do not blame this man for publicly being like, yo, like let's, let's have a fight. I'm going, and then kind of be like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to murder you. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. That makes total sense to me. Cause that's the only way he was going to get a fight. Yeah. He wasn't anything else. He's not getting a fight. He'd asked nice at that point, you know? Yes. He had asked or whatever a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> and we learn it's Mickey who's saying no. And mm. there's this moment, uh, I brought it up, uh, before, but Mickey goes, get out, get that guy out of here. You're a disgrace to the sport. You're never fighting him. You're never fighting him. This is like in public. Mm. And you go, oh, he's a disgrace to the sport. Did he like cheat at some point? Did he like what? Manipulate a system stum- where he only had to fight easy people yeah. maybe? What, what about Clubber Lang makes him a disgrace to the sport? And they never acknowledge it, which, you know, Kind of reads as racism at that yep, point. Yeah, kind of tastes. Yeah. Kind of has a little texture to it. Yeah. Also, when you start listening to Pauly talk, you're like, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There is there's some problematic views oh, amongst these Pauly people. Pauly should be thrown in an oh, ocean. Oh, Pauly is real bad. Let's He's, talk about Pauly oh, for a second. What a dumpster fire. The, the fucking balls to be a shit talker hanging out in a gym of professional boxers. The yes. <laughs> Like, I'm like, literally each and every one of those men could He's kill you. Sh- like, this just ruin your life, dude. Look how small, short, oh. bald, overweight man with a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, ah, fuck these guys. Fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck this. Uh, this place is shit. And I'm just like, yeah, what makes it shit, Pauly? I can't be seen. He says, I can't be seen around with these guys. I've got a reputation. Yeah. And Rocky's like, well, I don't think they like you either. <laughs> He's yeah. like, well, what did, I, what did they do to me? Or what did I do to them? Yeah. What, like, what did they do to you, fuck, you fuck? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. Oh, oh yeah. my God. He's so, he's so irredeemable. Oh, I, I, there's literally no defense for that, man. He he starts the movie. The movie starts not even on Rocky. It starts on Polly watching Rocky in a, uh, well, I mean, there's the montage. Right. Um, but then like it starts with Polly in a bar getting drunk stumbling into a uh, arcade, throwing a liquor bottle through a Rocky-themed pinball machine. Hilarious. Calls Rocky to bail him out of jail, the drunk tank, and then immediately tries to fight the heavyweight champion of the world in the parking lot of a police station just because he feels like he's owed something. 
lunacy. Yeah. Do you think there's a Mike Tyson pinball machine? Somewhere? Yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. For sure. I love the, the marketing of this is so funny to me. Yeah. Um, but yes, 1000%. Also the audacity. Oh, hello. Sorry. The uh, <laughs> scar surprised me. The, the studio anyway, dog. The ever. studio dog surprised me. You wanted some pets. Uh, <laughs> cold nose though. Cold nose. What was my point? I'm totally distracted. Uh, by Polly the and- Oh, uh, so Polly, do you even pour on to that? Okay. Just like this guy is so offensive as a person that he is getting housed and a job for free. Like he's, he's been helped when he deserved none. Okay. You've been helped when you deserve none. And then you decide that you're allowed to complain about your accommodations or what you're doing or whatever. If I'm not paying a dime, I say nothing. Yeah. Oh, I say nothing. Great. Thanks for putting me up. Yes. And he takes the watch. He's like, you, you haven't done anything for me. And Rocky's like, I got you that watch. He's like, this thing doesn't fucking keep time. And he throws the watch on the ground. And Rocky goes to pick it up. And he goes, no, leave it. And he kicks it. I was just like, you ungrateful fuck. Like, he is such a child. Uh, yeah. He is five years old with terrible opinions. It's like, a, oh, yeah. Just, just not not yeah. defensible at all. No, just uh, not defensible. I don't like him. We're judging I, you a little for the company you keep here, Rocky. Yeah, actually. You I know, don't care. I know that they came up on the streets together or whatever, but it's like, yeah, come on, man. Uh, you've you've grown past this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so cl- back to Clever Sorry. Lang, though. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's all good. Because, like, Polly's a villain for sure. Uh, but, yeah, he... So it's the racism angle, right? That he hasn't been getting this. I can only assume. Uh, well, because it's present and, in other places in yeah, the, the like exactly. the context is there, and you have to assume it applies to him as well. Yeah. And no offense, but Mick doesn't look like a guy who isn't racist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> His voice is so funny. Oh, <laughs> Just, it's it's Yeah, fight him, Mick. Fight him. Looks like he's got a coal mine in his throat. Yeah. Like it's just what? <laughs> oh, beautiful though. Love it. Um, and we learned that that's true. That Mick has been putting Rocky up against easy competitors, which is that's got to piss you off as Clubber. Oh no, that's so. Well, we, I, I think every single person knows that feeling. Yeah. When you feel like you're being kept down in your job or wherever you're at, you know you should be progressing faster, but, you know, somebody's son needed the promotion or whatever. Whatever it is in your industry, your job, or wherever you're at, it's everybody has had this feeling before. Why of like, them? Why them and why is this so unfair? Like, why we have a structure for this. This is not supposed to happen. I should be next in line to fight this guy. And now he's going to retire without fighting me, which is kind of that like, oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like even if Clubber. So I guess if Rocky retires, then he retires like undefeated or whatever. And the title just goes up to whoever gets it next. Right. Mm-hmm. But there would always be, and even if Clubber won, which he likely would have uh, against anybody else, um, he still has that hanging over his head. He goes, Yeah, but you didn't beat the champ. You kind of, you kind of side doored it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you don't were want just like a little asterisk yeah, on your, exactly, on your exactly. own title. Yeah. It's like, uh, so I, I totally understand his perspective. And I think the worst thing you could say about Clubber Lang is he shit talks a lot. Which is great marketing for a boxer. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Like this guy understands his business. Yes. He understands the businesses he's in. You're a fighter. They're like, oh, like that guy, don't, you can't fight him. He's a killer. You mean the guy that decided to put fists to people's faces as a career? Yes. Yeah. All of these guys are, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some uh, some workplace risk here. There's yeah, like a, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, no, 100%. You know, you just get in there and he hits you and hits you yeah. and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I never, <laughs> here, all right, Rock, I'm going to level with you. I never told you about the stuff you're supposed to do with the bottom of your body in boxing. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> we, you're a real dumb guy. <laughs> we only got to the upper we got to the upper body we got to the punching which is the important part that's an important part of boxing we never told you what to do with your feet this guy will destroy you <laughs> uh, yeah and I think the other thing that you maybe could blame Clubber Lang for in this uh, movie is at the first fight they're coming down the stairs going out to the arena and Clubber Lang starts talking shit which I have no problem with you talking shit. You see your competitor, it's game day. You know what I mean? There are reporters everywhere. I'm going to get in under your skin. I'm going to bother you. That's his strategy, and it works. Um, And then at some point, one of them loses their temper and tries to rush the other right before a fight, which is the dumbest thing either one of them can do. I don't know who started it, but Mick gets pushed. Okay, here's the the thing about that whole kerfuffle, though. Like, I... That to me seemed like nobody really started it. This is the thing you do in the bar where neither of you are going to hit each other. You're right. making it seem like we're going to have a big blow up and then your whole crew pulls you back and we're going right, to deal right, with right. this in the ring. Okay, fair this enough. This is all in my mind like just some showmanship shit. Cool. And I'll, I agree with that. But then because of that, I think Clubber bumps into Mick or like somebody bumps into Mick and Mick gets pushed down. And it's like that's what triggers his heart attack and he dies after the fight because he refuses to go to hospital until he knows how the the match works. That is... The dumbest is, thing in the world. Is that what happened? Because I must have missed that line because I kept writing... I think Adrian said he's not... He refuses to go to the hospital until he talks to Oh, uh, there we go. Okay, because I kept writing down, are there no ambulances in the 80s? Are there no ambulances <laughs> <Yeah>. in the 80s? <laughs> and there's a doctor there and the doctor is not like, no, 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 we can't wait. We got to go. Here's my here's my thought of that. It's like, oh, Clubber Lang caused the heart attack. No. Clubber like, no, he didn't. Mick has been complaining about his heart since the the match with Thunderlips. Yeah. And he goes, ah, it's my heart. That man has actively have been having an active heart attack mm-hmm. for weeks. For weeks. <laughs> Holy shit. He's gone been undergoing heart failure that whole time. And just happen to give out on game day. You're right. That's yeah. Go to the- at no point did I think that was on Clubber Lang at all. To no, be honest with you, no, it wasn't. I if you get if you get pushed a bit and you have a heart attack, like anything could have said. Don't you off. don't be here. <laughs> don't be in this hallway <laughs> with a hundred people. <laughs> Why don't you want to train me no more, Mick? I'm actively dying. I'm dying. Right <laughs> <laughs> I can't be around these people anymore. I am like a hundred years old. Uh, no, he absolutely didn't. I don't think he caused that. Exactly. Like it's, no. And they tried to pin it like they're because the whole narrative before was like 
this guy scares me for you. I can't handle it. You can't handle it. We can't handle this guy. And then Rocky, if anything, Rocky did it. Because <laughs> Rocky was the one that kept insisting we have to do this. And he's like, I can't handle it. And then forces Mickey to train him and be in his corner anyway. Yeah. And I also Mick think- says no a bunch in that scene. Yeah, and he's like, he goes, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it, kid. I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm retired. One more time for me. One more yeah, time. One more time. No ambulances. No am- <laughs> <laughs> I just have one rule. <laughs> no no ambulances. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't imagine that. I know he's not training to be a fighter, but I imagine training a fighter is not a uh, low cardiovascular stress activity. You know, like he's like he's moving around too and doing things with him. Like it's not to the he's not doing like you know push ups to the extent that Rocky's doing push ups. No, but you're doing pads and shit. You're doing pads. You gotta take at least some some light hits, whatever. And when you see like older uh, boxing coaches, none of them look like Mick. (laughs) Like they all look. Stock, they're like they they still have that like muscle if, going on. Like they look old, but like if a two hundred man pound man punches a pad you're holding, you you're have good. to you yes. have to stay yeah, standing. Yeah. You're not going to evaporate. Okay, you're not going to explode into dust. Okay, one thousand percent. Just Rocky punches and Mick just tilts over. My heart. And that's it. That's, that's it. the whole that's scene. Uh, <laughs> and then we got to watch Rocky on a beach a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Can Okay. Can I, I'm just going to sidestep for one second. Um, can I tell you just one scene was so cringy for, I, I wanted to throw myself out of a window. Right. I hated it so much. I think you, you, as soon as I start talking about, it, you'll know <laughs> they're in bed. He goes, why don't we do a little duet? I'm like, I, oh my God, I want to crawl inside of myself. He's like, so you do, 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 do. And then I'm going to sing. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And he's like, well, we're doing it anyway. Do it. And then strong arms are into do, 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 doing. First of all, you know me. I do not want to be sung at. (laughs) In any capacity. In bed, outside of bed. No, if... If a musician lock eye, locks eyes with me in a crowded room, I'm uncomfortable, okay? Do not <laughs> sing and make eye contact with me. Rebecca's at a concert, and lead singer points is like, and this one's for you. Yeah. And she's just like, nope, nope and walk, I just walks off. out of the concert. <laughs> nope. nope, nope, out great. of here. You, nope. have, you have ruined my evenings. Every time I, I see those. I was enjoying your little concert, and now I am gone. <laughs> Every time I see those videos of women getting pulled on stage, I'm like, that. That is like, I actually think if there is a hell, that's mine. <laughs> it's just that happening over and over again to me. And this one's for, and they pull me up and I sit in a chair and then they sing at me and I want to die. <laughs> yep. So that whole scene, I was like, oh my God, Adrian, the patience of this woman. You have the- <laughs> Well, and I, I feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember from the beginning, like Adrian was always like really shy mm-hmm. and I think they hinted at borderline, like, kind of simple. Oh, okay. Um, I can't like, remember. I haven't watched like, the other movies in a really long time. Like, she says almost nothing in the first movie. Like, the okay. whole thing is, like, Rocky kind of, like, pulling her out of her, um, like, uh, shell, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, she seemed, as the movies go on, she seems to get, like, a little more confident. Because I think they're, like, we can't have her be, like, a dormouse 
through the whole thing. But maybe I'm misremembering that or misreading. Oh, you it, might be right. Like, yeah. So it's like, well, I don't think, I don't think like a, like a, somebody who got a PhD at Harvard's like, yo, Rocky's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy that sounds like he's gargling marbles. Uh, yes. Adrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one can say, no one can say her name like he can. Oh no. Yo, Adrian. Uh, that is true. It's true. That is true. It, it has a certain quality yeah. to it or you'd be like, nobody does it like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. That may, and honestly, in this movie, I find she has one of the better speeches. She does. That, like that that's whole great. scene on the beach. Honestly, okay. Watching this movie, I was kind of like, I don't get Adrian. I was like, I don't get it. Like, and then she gave that speech, and I was like, Nah, I get it. That's yeah. good. She's she's got she's got a real sparkle to her. I yeah. like that speech a and lot. They're yelling at each other, yeah. but they're not really yelling mad at, at each, each other. other. They're like mad at. They're like, this is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you. <laughs> I love you. And you need to. And like the line of when Rocky says, I didn't have any. I'm scared. He goes, I'm scared because I didn't have anything to lose before. Mm-hmm. And now I have something to lose. I have you. I have the kid. I have, you know, a life that we have together. And what happens to me? What happens to that if, if, if I lose? Or what happens if he kills me in the ring? Right. And you go, oh, that's, that's actually really quite insightful and good for this mm. movie. And I just want to quickly do a tangent where um, I acknowledge that uh, for many men, uh, the Rocky movies are the only language for emotions that they have. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm screaming. Oh, my God. No, you know, that's no, so but funny. It's, it's so true. Like, the number of times... Just even among my friends who are very, you know, open and like progressive and, you know, not at all. But like the number of times that um, situations have been framed in terms of Rocky quotes uh, is uncountable to me, which is why they also give me shit for not having seen them. That's because so they're funny. like, there's a speech in a Rocky movie that will describe how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> picturing a chart with all the scenes and they just point to one. It's this one today. It's this one. (laughs) I'm just learning. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the spreadsheet is perfect. (laughs) Is this an intense feeling? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Quitters do that and that ain't you. (laughs) They speak in code with their partners. Where are you right now? I'm on the beach. I'm on the beach. beach. (laughs) I'm afraid. I'm afraid of losing. <laughs> what if you don't think I'm a man? Oh my god, that's so funny. Where are you, how you feel right now? Like Mick just died. Like, like Mick, Mick just, just died. <laughs> oh my god. Now I just want to write a character that describes everything in Rocky movies. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky in combination of the Godfather, I think you'd cover every emotion. Oh for, for, Do you want to get the, people mad right now? Yeah. I've never seen the Godfather. <laughs> That's fine. Good. Okay. I like that answer. It's, it's good, but like. It's just like I feel like I missed the boat. <laughs> yeah, because we weren't born in the 70s, but. We were yeah. born, and. Well, it just kind of feels like I'm like, who's the who's the time? <laughs> 
That feels like I could be wrong. Isn't The Godfather like a long it's ass? It's like movie? three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. The sequel is also very good. Uh, Godfather Part Two. No, so, I totally uh, believe it, and I'm certain. Like, it's not like I'm never going to watch. It's it. like I haven't seen Citizen Kane either. It's like yeah, it's a, no, it's, but it's like it's like held up as like the best yeah. movie ever, and you go, I haven't seen it because I I've lived a life and I don't have. I mean, mm. you know, we watch a movie every week for this podcast, it's but like true. I don't have time to go through the entire. I did at one point want to try and do the entire AFI's like top 100 movies of all time. I think I got like oh. 10 in. <laughs> that would be an interesting challenge. Or you could get one of those uh, things where they scratch off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, for anyway. books. But every time I see it for books, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Don't give me a reading list. What is this, high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. just, I want to but uh, anyway, so getting back to Rocky yes, right. and Clubber. <laughs> so Clubber legitimately wins that first round. Rocky is entirely unprepared. He is unprepared and, and, and just stupid and selfish about the way he was preparing. 1000%. This guy was doing nothing. It was like, I love that little montage of them going back and forth. Kind of like what Rocky's doing when, okay. When they launch into where he's going to train, at no point did it penetrate my brain that he was going to train there until it was said out loud. I was like, there's no, you mean in this convention center? Sir? Yeah. With what fans the? around watching I you have and like never seen that in my life. Maybe that's like a part of box. I don't understand. Or maybe oh, that I has happened that was, before. I think that's imaginary. That is not. No, of course that was Rocky yeah. being like, I'm this big celebrity. I think so highly of myself. People love me. So I'm going to, I'm going to basically create an amusement park so people can come watch me train, which is insane because then anybody can come watch you train and get all of the inside information that Clubber Lang needs to fight you. Yeah, what are your they techniques? Go, yeah, what do you, they go, yeah, Rocky, you know, Rocky's a bruiser, but he can't, you know, we know he lasts rounds, but if you get a couple knocks to his head, he'll be down really soon because he's not smart enough to move out of the way. Yeah. But bam, all Clubber, Clubber could show up, but all he has to do is send one of his trainers to like, what are you doing, Rocky? Yeah, go watch him train. Go watch him. Go buy some merch, drink, eat some popcorn while you're at it. Absolutely ridiculous way to prepare. So Clubber 100% wins that title. Clubber then goes on to uh, defend his title successfully multiple times between that first and second fight. And here's the other thing that comes in that really skews this in Clubber's favor for me, for this movie, which is that he had to fight tooth and nail to get his shot at the championship. And Rocky gets a second chance right away. Once again, mediocre guy getting another chance to unseat. Okay, I my my defense of that is that I think he had to accept. True. He like I think the the ball was in his court on that. I think Clubber Lang, it was his decision whether the fight was going to happen or not. Right. Because he's the champion, he gets to decide. Yeah, that's okay, kind of the rules enough. that have been set. Yeah, but I still think like right off the bat, bat, you're getting that second chance. It's like, you know, like the whole system had been set up to keep Clubber Lang out. Yes. And then once he is out, the system once again conspires to get that guy back into the position of power, which especially like from the race angles that are like underlying this mm -hmm. movie, it's like, yeah, but... You know, you weren't supposed to win. Let's get this guy back out. Because there's obviously like some sort of officiation or like structure that is saying that's okay. I agree. He had to accept. Um, but 
It does feel weird to me too that the um, audience is still like the people that attend these events are still so in love with Rocky when I'm like, this guy's been killing it for like several fights apparently. Yeah. How does this man not have any fans? Oh, I would like a hundred percent. I think, I think the closest you could probably get to would be Muhammad Ali in terms of like the guy who's the best and shit talking like Muhammad Ali was great at shit talking. So, and, and honestly there are, that's like a part of it. It feels like like, it's right. a, a part of fight that like, if you, if you watch, it doesn't matter where you're, you're at like UFC, uh, boxing, whatever, whatever it is. Generally speaking, it's actually weirder if somebody's like nice and just like, <laughs> uh, like, oh, we'll just see what happens. I think he's a, a an incredible athlete, and we're gonna see what happens out there. Like, you don't get those answers a ton. You don't. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, which I don't understand because I do feel like that would give you an edge. Like, I think I've never understood why people get upset and like start throwing, like you know, like backstage or whatever at the weigh-in, and they're like, I'm gonna throw punches. It makes no sense. It's way, you're way more in control if you're calm, you know, like, like someone who could sit there and just be like, yeah, okay, clubber. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to bring, I'm going to take you out on the, in the ring. Well, I think you kind of want a sprinkle of everybody. You want your firecrackers. You want your nice guys. You want the whole, the whole thing because it's supposed to be, it's really turned more into entertainment. Yeah, true, true. Than like a spectacle of athleticism and in, uh, in a lot of ways. Let's all agree, Mr. T, super entertaining to watch. Ah, like, so entertaining. Yeah. And like clearly a better boxer. Like just <laughs> I'm sorry, just like clearly trained harder. And it was so funny that the flip just happens. He's like, "Oh, well, Rocky decided to turn it on. So now it's over. And it's like, how this man's been training like crazy every single day. I am the prize. He even has this thing where he's like, I, I, I live alone. I train alone. I win alone. Like, Oh buddy. Yeah. I'm gonna watch you for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one, one part where I would say clubber maybe went a little too far, which is he didn't really give Apollo Creed the respect that he deserved. Oh, yes. Where he's like, I don't need no loser in my corner or whatever, right? Get out of here. Um, and like, man, he 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 came before you, you know? Kind of like respect your elders. Like this was the mm-hmm. heavyweight champion one champion ago. I will say watching that, like uh, watching Apollo Creed train Rocky made it so unbelievable to me that Rocky ever beat Apollo Creed. <laughs> just like watching them train together. I was like, you didn't beat him. <laughs> like you just didn't. I'm sorry. I yeah. know it happened in the last movie, but you actually didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of a problem with the third sequel, which is that to do, to show his improvement, he has to be bad at things and obviously bad at things yeah. to, to an untrained eye. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's obvious he's not moving his feet like, like Apollo is. Um, but you're like, that would also cause you to lose this. So like in order for him to show this progress, this arc of like, I'm getting better. They almost have to nerf him a bit and I make guess, him worse. But there's just no planet where he wouldn't know how to hit a speed bag. <laughs> like I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> have <laughs> you been training on sides of meat this yes, entire like time? <laughs> like even after you become heavyweight champion, you're still in the freezer. Yeah. Just like, that's his gym. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to put a gym in here. It's <laughs> I want We're it to be a walk-in gym. What do you mean a walk-in? Aren't all gym walk-ins? <laughs> We're going through a thousand dollars of Are you talking beef. about a refrigerator <laughs> a d- right now? <laughs> 
a freezer, sir? <laughs> I don't know what Rocky is doing at that butcher's, but all of this meat just comes out so tender. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone's been hand massaging it every yeah. day for eight hours. Restaurants employ them. Yeah. It's just alone on the line, just fucking smashing steaks. This is the only thing I know and understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I'm a Clubber fan. Absolutely. And I maintain there's no way Rocky beat Apollo Creed. <laughs> no. Just based off of the training alone. I was like, I can't. I cannot believe this man got. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and I do love the uh, the favor at the end was fun, too. And I love that they leave that as a uh, question mark. Because, like, we have one movie where Apollo beats Rocky. Mm-hmm. In the second movie, Rocky beats Apollo. And in the third movie, it's like little closed door boxy match and then like we don't know oh yeah no that was truly the perfect way to end this yeah. movie and they call and back honestly to it iconic too. yeah i think they call back to it in creed uh where they go uh legend has it there was a a fight between you guys behind closed doors and they they once again are like rocky's like i'm not gonna tell you who won Creed won. Yeah. <laughs> he won. I'm telling you, he absolutely 1,000% won. He won. <laughs> what we're discovering is Rocky is not actually that good of a boxer. He's got a lot of the, luck. He's none got of these a lot men of... had any guards. <laughs> watching that one fight reminded me of that Simpsons episode where it's like uh, Homer boxes and it's just him getting hit oh, in the yes. head yeah. over mm-hmm. and over again. And uh, to the point where I, there's a scene where Rocky, uh, after he loses, is driving around Philly in his uh, uh, motorcycle without a helmet on. <laughs> Uh, and I was just like, he's a man, Craig. He's a man. But I was like, I don't recommend that. But also I get it. Like you're, you're, you, you take concussions for a living. I'm going to make an exception for you. To oh ride around yeah. Like if you're fine after Mr. T, a road's doing nothing. <laughs> a road is doing nothing. You're fine. <laughs> Your head will bounce right Your back head. out of that. You're good. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Rocky should never wear a helmet. <laughs> Although he does have a helmet to throw at his own statue. That is so true. So he yeah. has the helmet on the bike, throws it at his own statue, and continues riding around without a helmet on. Just perfect. I love that there's a statue of him. Yeah. <laughs> there's a real statue. I know. That's why I love oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's just a, a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> statue is so deeply funny to me. I love it. Yeah, we love him. Because it's not in like a fan museum or like whatever. It's like it is, it's downtown. It's there. <laughs> is it? Is it? It's not at the top of the steps no 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 it? but it's like it's or maybe i don't know where it's located but i know it's like out in the city like it's yeah 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 it's, it's, it's like public. present I know that. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes me scream i love it so much good for you guys but also good for rocky for making a certain set of steps famous you know yes like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an accomplishment uh, yeah man clubberland got done dirty yes um that rematch re- rematch was kind of horseshit i don't think he should have ex- you know I just w- lose gracefully, Rocky. Walk away. Yes, one thousand percent. There, you're you're not a great fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and be with Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. Uh, yeah. Anything else we want to? Um, no, I think uh, I've called all the people trash that I want to call trash. That's pretty much <laughs> what I'm here for, as per usual. Uh, I guess it's time to. 
go to our rankings. What do you got for us? Yeah, Greg? so I got the uh, so it's a boxing movie. So I did mm. a the boxing scale. Yeah. Uh, so from boxer shorts to boxing gloves, uh, I'm going to give Clubber Lang uh, a boxing day. The Canadian holiday after <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Because <laughs> uh, he had to wait a while for his shot, but he's got the goods. Yeah. He's got the goods. He's got the goods. Uh, Boxing for... Day is a shopping holiday, if you didn't understand oh. that. Term. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so shit. All the I forgot that... that's just us. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're little weirdos. Um, mostly just because I love Thunderlips so, so, so much. That's my favorite that's my favorite scene. It's my favorite part of the movie, and it's my favorite name I've ever heard. I am going to uh, do wrestler's names, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so from uh, the amazing convertible hair <laughs> to um, volcano cheeks, I am going to give uh, I'm going to give Clubber Lang a hurricane hands because it's just he's good. He's just good <laughs> at what he does. He deserves a solid, reasonable name. <laughs> And he's fast. <laughs> Love it. He's hurricane hands. He's hurricane hands. Yeah, that should be his uh, nickname. There we go. Um, guys, and uh, we'll get to our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a few ways that you can help out the podcast. Uh, first of all, if you have some money and you would like to help support the podcast, we'd be happy to take that from you. <laughs> uh, no, we're on Patreon, everyone. Patreon.com slash the villain was right. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is a subscription service where you can support uh, the artists that you love, namely us. And uh, in return, you get uh, some really sweet benefits. Um, uh, one is uh, audience choice. Every month we have our patrons vote on uh, what movie they want us to cover the next month. Um, and uh, as well, bonus episodes. Uh, every month, I do a pick. Rebecca does a pick. You get two uh, shorter bonus episodes where we talk about things where the villain maybe wasn't that right or just movies that we want to talk about. Uh, so we have some great ones there. And you also get access to the entire back catalog. So over over 60 episodes of extra content at this point with two new ones every month. Uh, so if you got that, go ahead and uh, check it out. And if not, uh, thank you for, for listening and, uh, and, and telling your friends and all the rest. So thank you very much for that. As always, you could follow us at uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter, Villain Was Right on Facebook, and Villain Was Right at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. And now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got for us, Greg? Yeah, so I've got a, a, a couple, just a couple small ones uh, this week. I, I grouped them together. Um, one, and they're somewhat related as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one, my uh, one hero, I would say, is uh, just Friends. Uh, just the group of friends that I have, Rebecca included in that. Um, just been uh, a lot. Of, I've been reaching out to a lot of people over the last week, and just uh, just everyone's been there to 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 support and uh, show some love when I need it, and that's just really nice, regardless. And at any time like that. And uh, in, in the related note, my villain of the week, I'm going to double side this, is hangovers. Uh, <laughs> hangovers because uh, hopefully it's not apparent, but uh, Rebecca and I were out late last night uh, till about 3 a.m. having some drinks. Uh, we didn't expect to be out that long. And uh, let me just tell you, I went a little overboard. And uh, I don't, there used to be a time in my life <laughs> where a hangover was like a curable thing yeah. that everyone had like a little fix for where they're like, I remember waking up in college and that, you know, someone being like, well, what you need to do is drink a Gatorade and take a, an Advil and you'll be golden. And I would bounce back. 
And now it's just gotten to the point where I was just like, there's no cure for this. This is a mistake and you need to live with it forever. I'm even at the point now where it's like, if I like, I don't even think I had that much to drink last night more than I should have. But it's like, uh, it's just the point where like, if I have one beer, I wake up the next day and being like, I had a beer last night, you know? Yes. And I'm just like the, 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 the hubris that I was ever young enough that I thought this was something that could be cured or treated is unreal. So that's my, that's, that's so funny. I don't know if you remember <laughs> saying this to me a bunch last night, but like at one point I was like, Craig, you going to be okay tomorrow, buddy. And you're like, Oh, I can handle my alcohol. Did <laughs> that, yes. No, I did not say yes. <laughs> I do not remember that. That was so funny. Uh, uh, no, you're great. <laughs> no, we had a fun time. Um, so for my my hero of the week is actually um, a, a woman I used to box with. Oh. I do not know her name. I know this sounds insane. So at one point in my life, I uh, I'd just gone through a bad breakup, and I was like, well, I hate myself, and whatever, all that fun stuff, right? Depressed. And I always wanted to learn how to box. I thought, I think that's a cool sport. I think that's fun. It's uh, kind of solitary, which is something I, I'm not super coordinated. So I kind of prefer to do things like, like cross country running or whatever, just sure, things that yeah. are solo. I'm like, yes, I can do that because nobody else is depending on me. Cause that gives me anxiety immediately. I'm like, I'm going to fuck up anyway. So, um, I signed up for boxing. I was actually at one point like training like quite a bit. And there was always one woman that I would take the bag beside because I was like, I love her so much. She was such a, okay. There's two types of people that go to boxing classes. Uh, people that come to work out and people that come to work things out. <laughs> okay. And she was the latter. <laughs> okay. She was there to work shit out. And I appreciate that. Okay. Cause boxing is actually, if you have like a lot of anxiety, um, it's a, it's a perfect activity because you cannot be mad after bunching a bag. <laughs> like you just can't, you can't, I, I don't know. I, I, all of my anxiety evaporates. You just feel so depleted. You're like, Oh, I'm, I'm money emotionally. This woman would come in and she would, and it would be pretty quiet. You know what I mean? She wouldn't be super loud about it, but every single time, every time she start punching the bag, she start going, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. I'm the champ. <laughs> and she go, I'm number one. And it was constantly just like little like affirmations like that constantly. Just like, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. And I would always box beside her because I would just take that like it was a motivational speech. I would just hear that and go, yeah, she's the champ. I'm the champ. We're all the champ. Like I would just <laughs> totally use that as motivation for myself. And I would always post up right beside her. Cause I'm like, this is the best. I love this so much. The energy is what yes! we need. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. She was so great. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Just sit there. I'm the champ. Every time. Every well, week. I'm the champ. I'm her. the champ. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, you're the champ. Hell yes. I don't know whatever, because like there would be moments in her little moment where you could tell she was getting a little more like she was working on something. She's like, fuck you or something. And I'm like, yeah, fuck her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to start hype manning it. But uh, she was honestly the best. And I love working out with her. We never spoke. <laughs> I love that relationship but she was my favorite. so much. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. She's amazing. I love that. Yeah. On a a quick side note, I remember when you started boxing because like that was like we knew each other, Mm. but like didn't really see each other regularly or whatever. And I remember you mentioning that you were starting boxing and then I saw you again like months later and I was like, oh, I remember this thing about Rebecca that I can 
follow up on. <laughs> and I asked you how the boxing was yeah. going. And I was like, I have this weird memory of being like, all oh, right, I know things about you now <laughs> that we can have conversations yeah. about. It's like, so I, it's funny to hear you tell a story about that time. Yeah. Cause I, I remember <laughs> crossing paths with you ever so briefly back then. It was That's the good. fittest I've ever been. I can't go back. <laughs> I am a potato now. <laughs> I have turned into a human <laughs> potato. Um, anyway, that's it for exercise. Uh, where can people follow you, Craig? Yeah, you follow me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook or Twitter. And as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any social media of your choosing. Guys, next week, uh, we've got an exciting one. We're covering Jungle Cruise. That's right. We're doing the Disney movie, the newer Disney movie, Jungle Cruise. So uh, look forward to that. And guys, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you to keep your gloves up. <laughs> <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.